This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. So we are going to speak about today, speech, speaking. That's what we're speaking about, speaking. I'll explain. Dibud. Dibud ribo kashe umuto yafeh. Talking a lot, right, is kashe. It's not so pleasant. Umuto yafeh. If you speak less, it's much better. Now, we're talking about Dibre Torah, Baruch Hashem, you know, the Torah is uh, different, you know, always, you always want to learn. You want to speak and learn, you always want to talk and learn. We're talking about Stam, just to talk, to talk, to talk, to talk, to talk. Then already he's saying, too much talk, too much hacky, too much eke. It's not, it's not uh, great, right? Mi'ut yafe, speaking minimal, that, that's, that's good. And why is that? Very simple. The more you talk, 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 first of all, things could... Uh, 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 it's a waste of words. It's a waste of words. No, there's no reason for it. Right? Right? So we're going to discuss three types of speech. One is mitzvah, one is heter, and one is isud. Now, let's, let's go slow, slow. He says like this, he writes that before you speak anything, think in your mind, what is the speech? And if it has a little bit to get to Isur, a little bit, be very careful and don't, and don't talk. Make yourself... Like, you can't talk anymore. I, I just can't talk. It says, because the second you're opening up a little bit to the Yetzirah, it might be Yisud, it might lead to Yisud, it might be Avakla Shonara, just know it's probably going to lead to that. Guaranteed almost. A little bit, it'll lead. So a lot of things that happen bad to the person in the, in the next world is because what he spoke, sinful, with his mouth. Whatever your mouth is, it can be a ruination. You know, and that is a lot of times. You might, it's, it might be a suda, I don't think so, maybe, yeah, maybe not. Better to keep quiet. Now what's going to happen if you do that? The other person next to you is going to say, no, no, just say, just say. And you just said, I'm just keep quiet. No, just say you can get pressure from the other person. That's what's going to happen. And you have to deal with that pressure and say, no, I'm not going to say. I, I will not say. That's it. I decided in my mind, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Please don't ask me again. Be firm. All right? Maybe the person is going to be older than you. is not respectful. Say, I can't say. I can't say. I can't say. I don't want to speak less or not. I don't want to speak bad. I don't want to speak bad. Please respect my decision. You understand? That, what I'm telling you, is very important because that's first thing. First thing is, we're learning. If there's a tzad of isud, there's a tzad of maybe... Keep your mouth shut. You're going to get pressured. I feel the Don't fall into the pressure. Right? Now, the side of mitzvah is Talmud Torah. Talmud Torah kenei kulam. Kopeam marbel ilmo Torah yimtza hayim. The more you learn Torah, you'll find more life. Kehem hayenu v'orechamenu. So regarding the mitzvah aspect of limud, of consistently, continuously speaking the Torah, that already 
Gdolah Torah Shino Tehaim Balamazeb Lamaba. Torah is so great, it gives you this world, it gives you the next world. It's even a healing. The Gemara says um, it's a marpeh, right? Ki motzi matzahayim, and it's also a refuah. It's, it's marpeh, you. It's like it's like a refuah shlema for a person. Shetalmudo gadol mevid demasev edek kol azayudut kol shmedut b'medut tavod. Who's gadai shetavin lo yetzalala? Of course, it is a <coughs> um, um, a potion. Kiviachol. It'll knock out the yetzalala. Um, very do achtum amin adam. It'll make him tahor and make him kadosh. Aken yitzros shel adam mikabel alav meod levatel min haTorah. Says therefore, he writes that the yetzalala will do anything in his power to stop you from learning. Why? Because he knows that that's his that's his um, that that is his uh, bullet. The second he started learning and this that that that's his bullet for for disaster. So a lot of times you'll see anybody who's learning Torah. In the beginning, it'll be difficult. Meaning to say, every single day, oh, you have a shiur. It might be hard every single day to start learning. It might be. It might be very, very hard. But you should know that's the Yetzirah trying to stop you because he knows once you start, already you got him. Already you started, that's it, you're in a zone. You know, I know um, they said about Rabbi Shiner. Rabbi Shiner, he wrote in his, uh, they wrote his uh, biography, they wrote about him, says that he made a Kabbalah he wouldn't go 20 minutes without thinking and learning, without thinking of Torah thought. It's an amazing Kabbalah. Without 20 minutes, well, thinking and learning, that's amazing. Don't go 20 minutes, because what? It'll be a sick. It'll be a stop. Over here, always constantly thinking and learning in Torah and mitzvot and everything like that. Over here, things, that's what he's trying to say. The Yetzirah will always try to stop you from learning, no matter what. And our job is to always keep the momentum of learning. Momentum. Let's go. Again, and again, and again. You ever see when... Uh, when um, uh, when a person's like on a, a job, whatever it is, he, there's always a momentum going. Always a person has a momentum. And that momentum can't stop. Constantly. Until 120. 120 already, the momentum can stop already. The person's greeting Hashem with all the Torah both. But until 120, you got to keep on that momentum. Let's go. Let's learn. It's difficult today. I'm not in the mood. I'm tired. I can't. I might have a headache. I'm hungry. I'm this. I'm that. There'll always be excuse. There'll always be excuse from opening up to learn Torah. Always. You have to understand that. Why? Because the Yetzirah knows that that's the ammo. You, you'll get him there. You shot him in the head. That's what it is. Barati Yetzirah, Barati Lo Torah Tavlin. And the second you sit and you open up and learn, already, you're already starting to, 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 to shoot the Yetzirah. He doesn't like that. He'll always stop you before you learn. But once you're in it, Think about it. It's the first, let's say, five minutes or ten minutes that's going to be tsar. But after that, you finish it. That's the way it is. In the beginning, it's going to be tsar. Open up and do and start. Just start. It'll be hard for you to start. Start anyway. That hardship, the five minutes, the ten minutes, the fifteen minutes. But after that, after that, you opened up and he's got involved. Boom, you're good. It's like the guy, he has shiur Torah in the shul. So a lot of times it's very hard. He's in his house. Oh, to go out of his bed. It's raining outside. It's whatever. It's hot outside. It's to go in my car. You know, a lot of people get the Yetzirah. Oh, to park, to find parking. Come back. I'm not going to find the parking. If I were to tell you you're going to get a million dollars going to Shior, are you going to worry about parking? I had a guy. One time he tells me, Rabbi, so what's the problem? How come you didn't come to Shior last night? Oh, I found a good parking spot on my, on my block. I didn't want to lose it. So I didn't come. I know if I go and come back, I won't find parking. So you're going to lose a million dollars for a parking spot? Would you pay a million dollars? 
You know? If you would tell you, park at the pump, get $150 every single night, you'll pay for the ticket. Go park without, you, get, you know what I'm saying? Think about it, you lost a million dollars, you lost more than a million dollars, by the way. One word to Allah, you can't imagine the reward. You can't imagine the reward. Oh, forget about it. It's an amazing thing. The Taz Nabakh, you know the famous story about the Taz Nabakh. I don't really want to go into it now, but there's a very famous Taz Nabakh where just a few minutes of his learning, where he made a whole ruckus about the few minutes of his learning. You know what happened? Huh? You know the story? You know the story? Oh my God, this is an amazing story. This is the story of Hazonish. Shalom Shodron says the story of, I'll say it real quick. The Taz was the son-in-law of the Bach. And the Bach, what happened was, he promised his son-in-law meat every single day. And one day, he, uh, he served him a type of meat, right? And um, it was like a big long, I forgot what, exactly what was it. And, um, and he brought his uh, father-in-law to Bed-Din. It's a crazy story, wow. He brought his father-in-law to Bed-Din. And uh, the whole town was talking about it. You bring your father, yeah, he didn't give me meat. And the Bedin had to decide that day, did he give him meat, did he not give him meat, did he give him meat, did he not give him meat? Came out, the Bedin said, that's considered meat. So the whole time they asked him, how do you take your father to the Bedin? Like, what's going on? What were you thinking? And he said the following. He said, that year, that, that, that day, sorry, that day, when he usually learns a certain amount of hours, or so, he's always learning, of course, but he said that he felt a little bit weak and he stopped in the learning. He felt a little bit weak and he stopped. And, and he lost a little bit of time in his learning. So he says, because he didn't have enough energy. And he had, there was a kitrug in Shemaim. There was an accusation in Shemaim. You know why he stopped learning for a few minutes? Because today, he didn't have enough energy because his father-in-law didn't give him meat. He gave him, uh, uh, it wasn't considered meat. I mean, he says, he, he didn't give him the meat, it's not considered meat, and that's why he lost energy, and the Bach is in trouble now. So they had an accusation on the Bach. So he said, if Bet Din over here gives a psak that it's meat, so in Shemaim also they agree with the Bet Din over here, it's meat. So he took his follow to Bet Din, so, he, so his follow won't have an accusation in Shemaim. You hear what's going on over here? We're talking about minutes. We're talking about minutes. But the problem is, we don't see, we don't see the reward when you learn Torah. That's the problem. That's the problem. The problem is, you don't see when you learn the reward. It's not in front of you. You don't see it. So therefore, <clears throat> it won't motivate you as much. But if you see the reward at that moment, wow, you get this, we get that, that. That's exactly the challenge of, of Limud. That's exactly the challenge. The challenge is, where even though you don't see it, you do it anyway, you give and you go for it. Go, 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 go. Even if it's difficult. <clears throat> Not only that, he writes, when you learn Torah, it burns any Tum'ah within you. Any Tum'ah, the Torah is Ish. Pasuk says, Halo ko tevari ke Ish ne'um Adonai. That's what the Pasuk says. What does it mean? My words, ke'esh, is like fire. Meaning the words of the Torah is like fire. So when you learn the Torah, you're burning out any impurity within. You understand? Come see, 
שאדם יושב ומדבר דברים פתילים, ועוד דברים אסורים, כל היום וכל הלילה אינו הגיע. אה, he says, look at the יצרה. A guy could talk the whole day, the whole night. Now when it comes to learning, go, speak it out. Oh, I'm tired. Now you're tired? You can't learn? Now you're tired? No, I'm tired. What are you tired now? All of a sudden, now you became tired. The second he sits to learn, I'm tired. And, you know, the guy opens up, opens up to learn. What happened? You had energy. Two seconds ago, you had energy. You're eating, you're fussing on a whole steak, and you with your boys. No, shoot, I was going to shoot, I'm tired. It's all Yetzirah, that's what it is. Because he knows the Koch of the Torah. כששם אפילו עומד שעה אחת, ויגיד ענה לי, מה תלך הרוצה או יתרה, יש בדברי תורה, יהיו דברים ודברים ודברים, אדרבה, כולם עלמא ידעה שהעוסק בתורה בא בשכורו, חפרו בנו מזה וכל מה בא. He says, think about it, you know, you're gonna get reward in this world, get reward in the next world, and you're giving Hashem a pleasure. אפילו אם יהיה חוזר כל היום פסוק באחת, לא תורן תמנע. Twenty-four-seven, the same pasuk. He says he writes va'achot lo tantemna as a pasuk in Bereshit. It's one pasuk va'achot lo tantemna. The 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 just one pasuk. Hashem will give you rewarded every time you repeat that pasuk. You're walking around. You're walking. In the, in, in, you're walking to. You're online for the supermarket. Whatever you're online for, and you're saying it. If you just say one pasuk of the Torah. You're gonna get rewarded for every time. Really, same pasuk. Rememorize the pasuk. This is pasuk I'm always gonna say. Boom, boom, boom. You get rewarded every single second. Says the will make you like he writes Tinok like a child when he finished school. You know when he finished school. Oh yes, school's over. I don't know if you remember when I was a kid. I was excited. School's out. Yes, nice. Yeah. You know, I'm graduating, nice, I'm done with school, finished. No more boy, I remember senior year, I would go, no, Badavka, I would go, no. You know, you have all these different uh, English subjects and this, that, that. I remember, no, no, no books, no naps, like, what are you doing? School's out, I'm doing, I'm done. Eh? Yeah, it's a lot, same thing with the Torah. He'll do anything, yeah, like you get out. It's over, I'm done. Aval. Mishu Badat, Bilvavo Yavin. But a person who's smart will understand. He created the Yetzirah for the goodness of us. What is the goodness? The only reason is to break the Yetzirah and to get rewarded. Because if it was easy, then what is Hashem rewarding you for? You know? I'm giving you a job to do. Imagine you hire somebody, give him a job to do. He says, oh, this thing took... Two seconds, like you know, oh, press up, you, 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 something's working with your electric, and you hire the top guy. He says, "Listen, I charge a thousand dollars. I come down, I charge five thousand dollars. I come. The best, no electrician in the world was able to do it. He comes over here. He says, listen, if I come down, I'm charging you ten thousand dollars. That's my price. You want? You want? Yes, yes, no, no.' He says, "Okay, I have no choice. Come, fix my electric.' And you're thinking the job is going to be." From up from basement to first floor, he's gonna disconnect uh, this electric, go that, go outside, put a new wire. He's gonna say, You're thinking for $10,000. All of a sudden, he comes in, the electrician comes in, and he goes straight to the electric box, and he opens it, and all the electric works. Tells you $10,000. What? 
What did you do? I want to pay you $10,000 for opening up an electric box. No way. Come on. You go to Shemayim. Shem is going to give you a reward. What is he going to give you a reward for? If it's so easy, if it's so easy, so over here, it's difficult. It's not so easy. You forget what you learned. You have to review it again. You know it. You don't know it. It says, Praise worthy that a person comes to Shamayim with your Talmud, with the, with, with, with the knowledge of the Torah that you know. Review, review it again and again and again and again and again until it becomes part of you. I'll give you an example. Right? You see the tie that I'm wearing? It's nice, no? You like it? It's the tie I'm wearing, right? If I say, the brain doesn't process, oh, a tie, what you're wearing. It's automatic. Tie is a tie. Finished. You know, you have to say, oh, Torah has to be like that automatic. You know this, you know that, no, no, no. You know it automatically. There's a big gadol that at the end of his life, huge, tremendous tamirachan. At the end of his life, he, his brain, he was like in the high 90s, maybe early 100s. And already, his brain was, was, he was losing memory and things like that. And, but when it came to Torah, any, any topic of Torah, he was able to say, because it became part of his life. You know, you ask him, oh, when's your birthday? I don't know. You ask him, oh, the sugyav, tuk v'koyin. I'll tell you the whole sugyav. Karka enin I'll tell you the whole sugyav. You know, Yehush, Shalom Midad, Yehush Midad, tell you the whole sugya. Anything, I'll tell you everything about it. Why? Because it became part of his life. And that's what he's telling you. Because how are you showing Hashem when you break the Yetzirah and it's difficult for you? That's when you, that's when you, I had a Havrutah once. He tells me, you don't know how difficult it is. Every single day I fight with my Yetzirah to learn every single day, but I do it. That's difficult. That's what it is. Therefore, you have to make sure anytime you're free, sitting down and learning. Until what? Until it becomes natural to you. Until it becomes so part of your nature where you can't go a minute without learning. You know how people have an addiction? You know people are addicted to things? Get addicted to Torah. How do you do that? Constantly go and, and learn every time you're free. Learn every time you're free. Learn every, do it on a constant basis. Every time you, you learn, you're learning. Oh, I have free time, learn. I have free time, learn. I free time. Don't be on your phone uh, diddle-dialing. Sit and learn and learn. And learn. Every time you have free, free, free. Until you get used to it so much where it becomes part of your personality. Now part of your personality is... Whenever I'm free, I'm learning. Wow. Make it, and you could do it, by the way. And you could do it. One time, I love this story, like a passion. One time, Aaron Kala, he saw Yid. He saw one of the Talmidim, one of his students, a young, young Bacha. He sees him, he says, you know, how can you not learning? What's going on over here? He says, Rabbi, I don't have a desire, I don't have a cheshek. And he told him, I wish I was you. He says, what do you mean? He says, all my life, I always had a desire to learn. Now you don't have a desire to learn. Imagine now you tell Hashem, I don't have a desire to learn, I'm going to learn anyway. Wow, I'm not in the mood to learn. But now you learn anyway, wow! Varun Kala said, I can't do that. I'm always in the mood to learn. You know, the Dolim, great rabbis, they can't stop learning. They get upset. If you would take a sefer from Chavadiyah Yosef, it's, it's, hello, what are you doing? 
The, the, the Rav Shach one time said, you know what's the biggest Gehinam? What would you say biggest Gehinam, you know? He says when it's a Friday night, back in the day they had a clock, the, the, the tickers, they, 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 um, they go off at a certain time. He says when the clicker went off and I'm in the middle of a Rambam, I couldn't finish the Rambam, I can't see. Oh! Because the Gdolim understood what it is. You get to the point where Torah is so sweet. Torah Haim HaKadur says, if you would taste the Torah, really taste it, you would leave everything in the world and just go run after it. That's what you would do. If you would just taste it. Taste it, it's delicious. Let me go run after You'll be addicted to it. You'll be addicted to it. You can't stop. How Rav Chaim can do it? How do you do it? How do you do it? Sarah Torah. Learning all day and all night. He couldn't stop. He says, he prayed to Hashem, don't bother, I, I gotta learn. I just gotta learn. He says, what is it? Just don't, the biggest, but I, I have to just learn that all his life, his whole life was dependent on it. And this is what he's telling you over here. All right, so you have Yetzirah, that you have to what? To, to, to break it, and you constantly break it until you get used to it. And once you get used to it, it becomes the biggest pleasure in the world. And then you're gonna get rewarded for the rest of your life on it. Imagine, take one Mesechet. Just listen to what I'm telling you and do what I'm telling you. A lot of people, they hear, they have to do. Very good, but follow, follow, follow. Take one Mesechet. And, and trust me on this. And you review it and you know it very well. You know it like you're saying, You know this Mesechet like you're saying, Take a Perek, take a Daf. I know this. Test and try it, proven, no, no problem. Take a Daf. You might say, Mesechet is too, too much. Take a Daf. Take a, take a Perek. Take one Perek. Start slow. You want to take one panic? Take a small panic. Whatever it is. Say, I'm mastering this panic. And master the panic like you're saying it. You'll feel so good. And imagine you do it for a whole mesechet. Take a small mesechet, right? Over there you'll feel accomplished. Oh, you did one small mesechet. I don't know. Do a ta'anit. You have megillah. You have hagigah. Hagigah, the third panic is a little bit difficult, but it's still good. You got to continue shtaigin. Do a small mesechet. 27 pages, 20, 30, 30 pages, whatever. Makot. Small mesechet. No one like you know You'll feel so good. You'll sit on a Shabbat, thinking about it in the summer. Shabbats are so long. What are you doing from twelve to eight? You know, think about it. Shabbat, you have uh, Shabbat lunch. What time? The seudah starts at twelve. You finish at one. The the next time the starts at eight. You have from one to eight. What are you gonna do? Sleep the whole day? Come on, sit there. You can finish a whole mesechet. Wow, you finish. Then he do the next week. How'd you do that? How'd you do that? The answer is, you you did it so good and you're getting rewarded for all that. Now, it's like, now you started it and now it's so easy for you. you, I'll give an example. Right? Let's say you build, physically build a building. Let's say, give an example. You physically build a building. Right? 10 stories high. Give an example. 30 stories high. 30 stories high. 30 apartments, you're getting rent on each apartment, $3,000. That's a normal rental, $5,000, make it easy. $5,000 every rental, you have 30 apartments in the building. And you built it. How long will it take you to build that, that building? You did it from scratch. How long will it take you to build the building? Take you years, right? Take you years. But you did it, you, you managed it. Now you're getting $5,000 times 30 units. How much is that? Kadash, how much is that? How much is that? 150 grand every single month let's say right but it took you so long to work but now what it's coming in boom 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 
Same thing. Imagine you know one mesechet. They take you 30 pages, daf, 30 daf. You did it. You did it. And you did it like a shesh b'vedecha, right? It was very difficult. It might take you a year. I don't know. It might take you uh, a year and a half. It might take you three months. I don't know how long it'll take you. But eventually you know it like a shesh b'vedecha. And you review it. Take one, one, one amud, review it. Ten times. The next day review it again. The next day review it again. So now you know it clear. Or you wait a week and you review it again. Or you do your own system the way you can do it. The system the way you can do it. You know yourself and you could have your own system of doing it to remember it. Then you know it like a shesh b'vedecha. And now you come back after one year. Now you could do that mesechet, whatever it may be. That mesechet, you do it in six hours. You could do it in a, in, a, in a day. You could go on a Friday afternoon, Friday before Shabbat, on a summer day, the whole day you have. Or in the winter, when, it, when, it, when Shabbat is early, or you come home at 5, you finish the meal at 6, 6.30. You go from 6.30 to 11.30, you finish the mesechet. Wow! You feel so good. And now you're getting schad like crazy. Like the time it took you, how long it took you to do that, now you get schad. And Hashem says, listen, I'm going to give you every single time I'm going to give you. Like, it's amazing. It's amazing. But it takes work. It takes effort. But invest in that. Invest in that. Honestly, what I would tell you to do, sometimes a person might be listening. She might be a lady. She said, Rabbi, I'm not going to go. I'm a lady. I'll be listening. Well, listen to what I'm doing. This is what, this is what I'll do. This is what I really do. I'll hire someone. I'll hi- literally hire someone to learn that mesechet in your in your on your behalf. Yes, I'll hire someone. He'll have to know it that that well. And you own a mesechet, and it's not a lot, by the way. I did the cheshbon. It's not a lot, right? If, if you're interested in it, you know you could anybody, even even a person's all older man says, no, you know what? I want to do it. Or a person is very he wants to do it. You could email me at Rabbi Palachi R A B B I Palachi P A L A C C I at gmail.com. If you're really serious about it, I think it'll cost what? $2,600 to $3,600. I'll hire an Avrech and that person will learn that Meseket for Yohat Tzlacha. For Yohat Tzlacha. Learn that Meseket. We'll partner up. You can give it to him direct. Boom, boom, boom. And, and boom. He'll be your Shaliyah. I'm just giving, I'm just throwing it out there. Things that come into my mind, I'm just speaking it out. If you're really serious about it, and you can pay over time, I'll tell the person, pay over time, pay over year, I don't, who knows? And like that, you'll own a mesechet. It's a beautiful thing. It says, the Zohar says that you, anybody who knows one mesechet, you know it well, you yoresh mesechet, you get an olam in olam abba. You get an olam. Olam is not America. Olam means the whole world. Now you can explain what does that mean? Olamba is, it, 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 it's tremendous. Hashem, there's no end to His reward that He can give. There's no, oh cap, I can only give this. Hashem's reward is endless. That's what I would Take this very, very serious. Have a great day. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.